From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part three in our series, Dating Your Spouse. Today, we're talking about low-cost date ideas you can do together. And here's a quote from Chris Gosser who says, opportunities don't happen, that you create them. And I think this is especially true when it comes to making date night happen and to making low-cost date nights mm-hmm. or date times happen. And, and we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug and it's been great because lately we've had all these we did it mm-hmm. hugs come in. And for those of you that maybe you're brand new and you're like, okay, what is this we did it thing that I keep hearing about? Well, when a couple completes a sex challenge, and that could be a seven-day sex challenge, it could be a 30-day sex challenge, it could be a 60-day sex challenge. I mean, we've had couples go into like the 80s and 90s. You could be 10, 14, whatever your sex challenge is, it's usually a set amount of days, mm-hmm. typically seven. I mean, it's it, it, at least seven Generally. and then and beyond. But when you do that and you send us or you write in or you call in with a, we did it, that's what that is. That's what that is. And so this, we did, it actually came from Australia Right on. and it says, we first heard about you guys just over two years ago when hubby stumbled upon your podcast. Mm. After listening to you guys, he approached me about it. And since then we have been doing the intimacy lifestyle for nearly two years now. We started just after our third child was born, but before that, we would often fight about sex. Not enough for my man. But now, two years on, (laughs) we never fight about sex and have just had our fourth child. Whoa. We have four beautiful children, five, three, 20 months, and 11 weeks, and have just completed our seven days of sex challenge. Okay. I got to stop there. I will show you a little bit more about, but 11 weeks, like she just got clearance after having a baby to be able to have sex. And one of the first things that they did is do a seven days of sex challenge. Yeah. Like rock star. Y'all wrap your head around that. I'm wrapping my head around that. (laughs) Yay. With lots of exclamation points. We both love scheduling sex. So we never miss out. We both have three days to initiate and Friday is date night, which is also a bonus night. Hmm. Or as my hubby likes to call it, bone her Friday. So (laughs) instead of bonus, it's bone her, which is not always a sex night. So just real clear there. Sometimes you can create your own intimacy lifestyle and it doesn't always have to be about sex, but it's about the sexual intimacy. Orgasms were very rare a while ago, but he has been hitting the mark every time lately, whether once or multiple, but we never make it as goal as long as it is about connecting and having fun. Mm. We love listening to you guys and even shared your podcast with our friends. My hubby says your podcast and the intimacy lifestyle has helped him to understand how important all the other intimacies are as they play out in our marriage. We love you guys. Thank you for having the conversations no one else is having. That's so rad. There's there's just so much gold in that. And I think it's just fun how they've made it their own. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? You can tell that he just has some fun there and and she's going with it. And that's really what ends up happening too. A seven-day sex challenge, the intimacy lifestyle, scheduling sex, your emotional intimacy, your your dates, your coffee breaks, your walk-in talks. These are you, these are for you guys. We we share what they are in our marriage, and yet you're not Tony and Elisa, right? You, you're you guys. You make it what works best for you. We we give you that framework. Now just build off of that. 
Yeah, I almost felt like we could just stop the show right now and just have everybody like replay the hug. But we're not going to do that. We're not going to like, don't worry, don't worry. But that intentionality is so amazing. That intentionality is really what we've been talking about in this, you know, dating your spouse series. Um, For those of you that haven't listened to part one yet, that was all around the expectations around dating, you know, going on a date with your spouse, Mm -hmm. like all the pre-expectations about undivided attention and putting down the phones and having sex. And part two was about getting creative just in this whole date night idea, right? Getting away from dates are always dinner and a movie. Mm-hmm. or dinner and Netflix, but mm-hmm. getting really creating a, 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 a system to say, okay, what are our date ideas, right? Let's, mm-hmm. let's just, and then how do we execute that? That was part two. So here we are in part three and, you know, we're actually talking about low cost date ideas, like Tony said at the top of the show. And the reason for that is because we, we asked a question this past week on IG stories about what is the average amount that you all spend on dates? And so the average amount was $85 on a date night. And, but the range was anywhere between 20 and 300, right? So we had wide range, but well, smack $85, $85. Is your average. Yep. And so I actually, I was like, well, where does this fall kind of in the greater scheme of things? And so I found a number of studies that said, you know, married couples spend on average between 130 and $185 per month on dates. Okay. So now that, our number, is that per date or is that? I asked per date. Okay. I asked per date. So if they were doing two dates a month, that would be 165. So it's right in that range. Right. Or if they're doing one, they're they're below that range. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And one of the things, and I didn't include it on our survey because I didn't think about it and I didn't see that noted in any of the studies that I saw, didn't say whether or not childcare costs were included in those numbers. So okay. those of you that have kids that may skew it or that may be included, I, I have to just full disclosure, I didn't ask and I didn't see it reported on anything. Mm-hmm. But- you know, whether you're, you're on the low end of that at that like $85 or you're on the high end, couples are spending on average between a thousand and $2,000 a year ish on dates. Mm-hmm. And you know, we here at one extraordinary marriage, we know that the one family there, there's a wide range of, of income. There's a wide range of budget on dates. And you know, there are definitely those times and Tony and I have shared these on the show where we will do the dates where it's definitely a splurge. Mm-hmm where we're like, you know what, whether it's, it's a date 24 hours where, you know, we're going to the Ritz like we did one year for our anniversary, or, you know, we're doing a dinner or a show and we're like, you know what, this is going to be, this is like a big date. Mm-hmm. It's a big date. But we, we realized as we were putting this series together, that we actually need to look at like, what is the other side of that spectrum? What does it look like if we start looking at what are those low cost dates that we could incorporate, not just into our marriage, but that we could share with all of you. And what happens if you have low cost date ideas in your marriage toolbox? Mm -hmm. Because yeah, like that $85 number, I mean, that's out there, but maybe you don't want to always be spending $85. Maybe you don't want to be doing what we heard so many of you do from last week's episode was dinner and a movie, Mm -hmm. which 85 bucks for dinner and a movie, I mean... That's, That's probably about right. about right. And I'd say you're probably even more into a hundred bucks, especially with the, if you go into the movie and then you end up getting popcorn and drinks and concession stuff. I mean, I think you're at a hundred bucks, just probably. a dinner and a movie, you know? And, you know, we have to look at that and say, could we, could we build out our toolbox so that we're in that place where we're getting creative, where we can, you know, 
have more dates. That, that was the thing that really like, as I started looking at the low cost date ideas, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I wonder if the one family could actually have more dates if low cost dates were part of that. Mm-hmm. We're part of that mix. We're part of saying, okay, you know what? How do we get creative around this? And, you know. Let, let's start here. Let's go here first. The first part of the series, though, was all about expectations. Yes. So you, you need to make sure that if that if adding a low-cost date is part of the expectation in your monthly date routine. If it's not, then I would say these would really derail you or your spouse because you don't consider that a date. So the, just know that when you when we're talking about this, these may not for some of you be like, no, that's not a date. Mm-hmm. That, that's just, and that's cool. And that's totally okay. And others of you are going to be like, oh my gosh, that's fantastic. Great. Step one, part one, set the expectation so you and your spouse understand what a date entails. So that way, when you do go on it, neither of you are like, well, we just did this. And it's like, no, that wasn't a date. That was us just going to the beach and hanging out. Right. It's, it's all about having the conversation and building your emotional intimacy around it. Because, you know, there were times in our marriage where we actually thought we couldn't go on dates, you know, dates because we didn't have money. We were financially strapped. And so we'd be like, well, you know what? We just, we aren't going to be able to date in this season. We didn't consider that low cost dates might be an option. And yet there were times, and and we've shared it on the show, we've even shared it in the series, where when we first started dating, you know, the Taco Bell dollar menu and a drive up to Left Hand Canyon in Colorado, that was for sure a date. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't have quite, you know, Tony's like, hey, you know, let's just go grab Taco Bell and let's do this. And so, you know, we know that money is a factor for couples. Mm Y'all have told us this right? It's, it's a factor, especially if budget's tight, it can be a factor in doing those things that you consider fun or frivolous. And I just, just as a point of note, investing in your marriage, spending time with your spouse is never a frivolous thing. That's, that's a little PSA for all of you, but we have to address what we hear couples say. Here's the other part of it though, too, is that if you've set up your cash flow plan or your budget or whatever you guys are on and you have a certain amount, whatever that amount may be, it can also cause frustration when you do go out on dates and you go over that number. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it may be the adjustment of understanding, hey, are we are we looking at our dates and just doing whatever we want and then hoping it's going to end up in our budget? Or do we need to make some adjustments to our budget so that doesn't bother us? Mm-hmm. Or do we need to do, hey, we're going to do one really nice one and then we do one low cost date idea. So there's there's different ways that you can look at this from different perspectives depending on where you're at and what's happening in your marriage. Absolutely, because we hear things from the one family that, you know, comments like, well, we just can't afford to go on a date. Or, you know, people will look at us, especially since we have older kids, and we'll say, you know what, do you even know what it costs for, for a sitter and a meal? And I would guess since $100 on date night was the most common response, that that's factoring in dinner and a babysitter. Like I, I'm guessing it's somewhere yeah. around a hundred dollars a night. Cause that was the most, uh, the most common response to the okay. survey. And, you know, couples are saying, you know what, we want to do more dates, but there's no money for it. Right. They may, they may go through their cash flow plan and they may have spent their date money, but that may just be one date. And so how do we create more connection? Because I do want to say, and it doesn't matter where your, your date budget is that ultimately 
dates are not about how much money you spend, Mm -hmm. but about the experience that the two of you have together. And we have to, we have to have a mindset shift and conversation around this because you can, you can be in this place where you can afford to have more dates. You can create that. And one of the things I realized as I was prepping the show and realizing that, you know what, we are three shows into the series. This is the third show is that we never actually defined dating. I've gotten three shows in and I've not defined it, which is a little bit of a crazy thing in my world, but dating your spouse, I'm going to define that. It means seeing someone specific, your spouse with purpose on a regular basis. Okay. And so I just want to like take a step back for a second. Like I scoured all kinds of definitions about dating, dating your, you know, dating your significant other, blah, blah, blah. Not a single definition of dating had a dollar amount attached to it. It wasn't like, well, it only counts as a date if you spend this much money or it can't, you know, that's like a date if it's, you know, a hundred dollars or $20. So we have to, we have to be willing to step into this place where we define a date, not by the dollar amount that gets spent, but on the connection and the time that we spend with the other person. On a regular basis. On a regular basis, on purpose. Mm-hmm. On, so someone specific with a purpose on a regular basis. So let's get really intentional about what that's going to look like and how the two of you can, can have that specific time to purposely create connection with your spouse. And how can you do that in a low cost way? Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. So I do want to brag on the one family, if I can, for just a minute, because when we asked the question on Instagram stories this past week about uh, what's your best low-cost date idea, Mm -hmm. just amazing. The number of, not just the number of responses, but how creative you all are. The experiences. The experiences, right? These date ideas. Because I'm sitting here going, you know what? I think there's a book in here. Like, Mm. I think we could probably, you know, forget the other date guides out there. We might actually need to create a one family date guide because the ideas were incredible. And what it tells me is that, that the one family is, is a group. It's, it's a living being of married couples who are not just doing marriage differently, but they're also dating their spouses differently. And it's just, it, it like makes our heart so happy to see how much gold there is in, in the family. Yeah. Right. And and these are, you know, again, when, when we're sharing these, everybody's different. Some of them, you know, I'm looking at them. I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. Others. I'm like, eh, whatever, You, you know, take what would be best for you guys. Mm-hmm. 
that, that's what it's about. Take what's best for you guys, the cream, you know, take the top and move on, like enjoy it. And that's the big thing too, with dating your spouse. And I have to, and I want to just say this, get away from your Instagram feed and you know, everything that it, it, just because of where we're at and what we do within marriage, I look at a lot of different feeds and, and some of them, I just, I'm like, that is not real. Like there is, I want to know how many pictures you took to get that perfect date night situation set up. And so get away from, get away from that. Mm -hmm. Be truly in the moment with your spouse when you're on your date. If there's one thing that I've had to learn over the years is to be there. Like me, not Elisa. I've had to go, all right, Hey, we're out here. We're doing this. Tony, it, it's time to, it's time to turn off the, the, the work brain. It's time to turn off like, Oh, what that person's been doing. And Oh, the event that they got to do and this, it, no, it, it's about Elisa and I, mm. you know, it's about Elisa and I, and I want to make sure that I am fully present in those moments. And so wipe away what you're seeing, because to me, I just, more times than not, I feel like, unless it's coming from the one family and you guys are posting these awesome pics and everything, I really do believe that you guys are having amazing dates and, and you and you tag us and on and on. I'm like, yeah. The others though, that I feel like are just, what? It's fake. It, it's not, it's fake. I, I don't see husbands doing that stuff, man. Like, No. Your husband is not jumping up and down for this date. He's just not. How many poses did they do to get that? That's just me. I'm sorry. Like, it just drives me nuts. Go go on your date and have a great time together. And don't worry about anybody else. If anything, don't even take a picture of yourselves. Be there for each other. Uh-huh. He's feeling a little fired up today. A little fired up. I love it. <laughs> well, I just love- around these, just around the date, because I think it, it, it takes us off course. And I was there. Mm-hmm. It would take me off course. Some of my friends and that I would, that I love. And, and, and then I'm comparing what Elisa and I are doing to them. And, and I'm like, oh, well, the, our date isn't good enough. So why am I here? So why should I even put forth the effort? Wow. And yet, if we look at the definition of dating again, dating your spouse means seeing someone specifically, obviously your spouse with purpose on a regular basis. That's what it means. That's what the dating means. It's not about where it's at or what they're wearing or who they're with or that it's seeing Elisa with purpose on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So let's jump into what some of those low cost ideas that got shared with us are, you know, there was like heading to the beach or the park with wine and cheese from a grocery store or takeout. Mm-hmm. Right. So you still get your meal. Like I'm not, we're not having anybody starve, but you're, you're not sitting in a restaurant with, you know, 30, 40 other people. It's mm-hmm. just the two of you. Maybe you're watching the sunset. Maybe you're just, you know, watching people watching. We yeah. have that great picnic backpack. We do have the great, we have to pull that out again. Mm-hmm. Well, as the summer comes around, yeah, it's too it, cold for the, the winter time, we typically don't, but that's, that's a fun one. You know mm-hmm. what? I'll put a link to that here. It's yeah. cool. Um, and actually you can go to one extraordinary marriage.com slash Amazon shop and we have it there as well, but it's a cool backpack mm-hmm. and it's insulated. So if you're going to put some food in there, if you're going to put some cheese, some wine or, you know, whatever you, you want and going on out, it has a cool blanket. You just sit on it. It's, 
it's fantastic. I, I love when we've done that. Absolutely. Other people have said, you know, coffee dates, including playing cards or playing games at a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Right. So again, the interaction is with one another mm-hmm. and not with your phone, you know, completely disconnected. Um, people said going camping or going bowling. I loved this one idea. Um, one couple will go to Costco and they'll get a drink. Is bowling cheap though? When we went bowling last time, I looked at some of the prices and, and we didn't pay the last time because it was our friend's birthday party. I don't know if bowling is, can, can be considered like low cost anymore. It may depend on where you live. Okay. And what the bowling alley is like, because okay. I mean, we were definitely in just that environment was probably a little bit more expensive than what I would have expected at a traditional bowling alley. Okay. So, cool. um, somebody said, oh, so the Costco thing. So they go to the food court and they get a drink and then they like wander Costco and just have fun being in Costco together and getting all the samples. <laughs> Again, food is included. Um, somebody said Frisbee in the park. Mm-hmm. Right, get out, the, get out the frisbee. The last time I went to play frisbee in the park, my frisbee we had one of those disc frisbees with the hole in the middle, and it ended up in a tree. So that might not work for us, but you know, or just the, don't get the one that has a hole in the middle, so it gets lost in a tree. There you go. I do like the card one. I will say that that's something that I know we do more when we're out in a like when a we weekend travel. when yeah. we're when we're traveling. And I and I brought this up to you recently, like. We, we just, when we go on our days, let's just get a deck of cards or like, is there some sort of, um, in my mind, I was thinking of more of a strategic type of a card game. So it's not just like rummy or something of that nature yeah. that we could just pull out uh-huh. and hang out and just, you know, I, I love that personally. It's just, there's something about like everything else just sort of fades away because we're, we're in that card game and it's just you and I, it doesn't matter who's around. Uh, all the outdoorsy folks, we had hiking, canoeing, snowshoeing, fishing, hunting, all of the outdoor stuff. Four-wheel driving. You know, you got your gear. So obviously you made an investment in your gear, but doing the activity. Uh, somebody said milkshakes while we walk around the gun store. Mm. Right? Something that, that, again, maybe that's not your thing, but maybe you're going to pick up milkshakes and go walk around a gardens or milkshakes and go walk around a park. Like you can still take that idea. Uh, one of my favorite ones, and I've seen this in the position of the month club as well, is a, they call it their $10 Goodwill trip. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this over the years in different places, but you, you go into a Goodwill or a different type of thrift store and you each have $10. And the idea is that you go pick out an outfit you know, for your love for $10. And then this a couple said, then they go out to happy hour. And so again, you've got reduced. Wait, do they, do they put on the well, outfit? Well, yeah, you wear the outfit. To happy mm-hmm. hour. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and they go out to happy hour. So you've That'd got happy awesome. hour pricing. What we do often, like if we are going out to eat and, you know, we're doing other stuff. Like Tony and I split a meal all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's just another way to reduce your costs because you're like, okay, what does this look like? And, you know, it's interesting because I'm always looking for patterns. I love it when y'all give feedback on these stories because I'm like, what are the patterns? And, and what I saw was that these low cost date ideas, they actually require more creativity because you're not falling back into just sitting across from one another eating. Or going to the movie and just watching the movie and not doing anything or saying anything to one another. Right. Because the list that we shared with you and so many more like that, they don't involve media. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're, you're having to interact with your spouse. And, and you know, as I was looking at the list of ideas, I started realizing that even if you had to pay for a sitter, right? You've got littles, you're going to pay for a sitter. You could possibly be all in for under $50, right? So we're bringing down that average date and be able, like, let's say your budget's $100 for the month. You could, you know, take one of these ideas, pay for the sitter and still get two dates for the month, which for some of you is going to be like a huge leap. 
to go, oh my gosh, like, what does this look like? Because what does that, what does that do to you if you're in this place where you, you're being intentional about your connection? Can I say something real quick as you were talking and, and we were just thinking of ideas? I just went into Groupon and all I did was put date ideas. And I, I mean, there's, it's like oh, pirate God. dinner adventure, uh, billiards, uh, kilowatt brewing. I'm sure that's like some meal thing. Uh, paint vineyard. So I'm sure that's some sort of like, Hey, you want to go do some like cool painting thing, comedy palace. I mean, I just, I just got on here and I was just like, Oh, whoa, there's, there's some cool different ideas Mm -hmm. that could totally work depending on where you're at. And you know, it's still low cost. You, you try something different yeah, and you go have a good night. Well, it's like that year that we, um, we, I gifted you the entertainment book for Christmas and all of our dates for the following year came out of that. And that's almost always a two for one. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's another way to look at those types of experience. But you know, this week, as you're thinking about what is this low cost date idea, what does that look like in our marriage? You know, it's time to connect with your spouse on how that could fit. Like Tony said, at the very top of the show, how does that fit into what your expectations are and what your budget is? Right. Mm-hmm. What's that number? How does this work for the two of us? And just like the intimacy lifestyle, you can create the same thing with your dating in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. What is it going to look like for the two of you to get the dates on the calendar? Right. Scheduling it. What is it going to look like for the two of you to take turns initiating the date, which means planning it? Mm-hmm. Right. You can. The idea behind the intimacy lifestyle, you guys, isn't just about sex. You can actually apply that to any area of your marriage. And you can even, you know, like we've been talking throughout this series about, you know, the date night done right guide where you can actually create a list of ideas. Mm-hmm. You could all like download that again. You can get it at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash date night. And you could have a different theme, right? This could be the low cost and you can put a, you know, set a dollar amount, right? What can we do for under 20 bucks? What can we do for free? And then you each make your list. Now, if you did it last week when we were talking about creative date ideas and you do it again this week when we talk about low-cost date ideas, I mean, theoretically, you could have about 40 different date ideas if husband does his list and wife does her list. Holy cow. Like, what does that look like in your marriage if all of a sudden you've got all these date ideas for this year? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's 40. Even if you had 20, you know, you did five, five each. Uh, of each category, you got 10 there, your spouse has 10, you have 20 different ideas right there for you. Yeah, well, I'll put a link to the guide here in the episode notes. And again, oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash date night. I mean, heck, take a coffee break. Go, just go sit at, sit at one of your favorite coffee shops maybe or or just in your backyard on a, on a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon and just be like, hey, we're gonna go take 15, 20 minutes, gonna go right through this real quick together and boom, we got them. Absolutely, because that changes it. Just like the intimacy lifestyle, when it comes to talking about sexual intimacy, y'all are getting so much more intentional about your dates. And it's not, this year is not going to be about the same old, same old dates. Mm -hmm. This year is going to be about doing something different, about bringing that creativity, that connection, and ultimately that experience for the two of you of who are we as a married couple dating one another. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. And you can take some of these low cost date ideas from others in the one family and put them to practice and put them into play in your own marriage. Hey, don't ever hesitate. Share them. Share what's happening on those dates. What's happening? What's the breakthrough? What did you do? What was fun? We want to hear your hugs. Don't forget, you can send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com or you can call or text us at 858-876-5663. We'd love to hear it. Don't forget... 
Join us next week for part four of the Dating Your Spouse series. This one is how to date at home. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.